Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, riding into the sunset. Snowboarding legend Sean White closing out his Olympic career with one last run. But he's going to be live with us today to tell us how it feels to say goodbye to a sport he loves. Then it's Super Bowl weekend. The khaki quarterback Steve Kornacki touching down in L.A. to break down the big game. Plus, we're going to help you kick off our Super Bowl party in style. DIY decorations to add some football flair and a super spread that will score extra points with your guest today, Friday, February 11th, 2022. From NBC News, this is a special edition of the third hour of today, the Winter Olympics, live from Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Dylan and Al on our Olympic Plaza with our Olympic fans. Big crowd. Big crowd. And all our arrangements of red, white, and blue. Craig is over in Beijing once again this morning. Craig, is it Friday there? I get my times all mixed up. It's... It is Friday. Only a few more hours, though. It's almost, it's almost Saturday, <laughs> but yeah, it's late. It's late Friday night. Um, here's the thing. I see you guys have some Chinese beers there in yes. front of you. I sent those over. Thank, Thank you. you. Actually, we we found we found some of the same beers here since it's <laughs> okay, Friday. Wow! Wow! Do, wow! Dylan. Is wow, that water that in was there? a long draw. Is that for real? It's okay, so, everybody. So this is Dylan. Chug. This is Chug. 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 This is Chug. 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 Yeah. Like the good kid in class. I don't want to be ridiculous. My mom's watching. Yeah. Please. So what is the significance? It is what it is. This is essentially like the national. This is the most popular brand of beer in China. The Qingdao. Uh, all four of these are, are, are variations of the same brand. Uh-huh. And here's the thing, guys. Since we have drinks in hand, yes. how about we toast the snowboarding goat? Here, Just here. about 12 Literally. hours ago. About 12 hours ago, Sean White capping off that legendary career with one final Olympic ride. He has been a household name since 2006 when he won that first Olympic gold in Torino. He laid the groundwork. For, for what the sport really has become, defying gravity, pushing the limits of what's possible on the, ha- on the half pipe. Our, our buddy, Mike Tirico put it best last night during primetime coverage. Mike said, if there was a logo for snowboarding, it should probably be in the likeness and image of Sean White, and he is joining us live once again this morning. Good to see you again, Sean. Good morning, sir. Hi, thanks for having me again. <laughs> And, and cheers to you, by the way. You know, it was really Thank cool uh, a couple months ago being able to hang out with you there in Colorado uh, as you sort mm-hmm. of talked about winding this thing down. Uh, you've done it. How do you feel about it? Has it all has it all sunk in yet? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a competitor, you know, I, I wished my final run was a little more outstanding. You know, I still had some tricks to do, and I was so close to the podium. Um, 
But you know, I, I, I think if I would have gotten third, then I really would have uh, would have wanted second. If yeah. I wanted second, I really wanted first. <laughs> I, I'm really happy. I'm pleased. It was a beautiful day, and the farewell from all my fellow competitors and everyone was just like uh, very emotional, and it was beautiful. So I'm so happy of my life and career, and to be able to say goodbye in this way was just incredible. Well, Sean, everyone loves you. They love what you've brought to the sport. You've actually called snowboarding the love of your life. Let's see, you started at age five. You were competing since you were barely a teenager. I mean, what has this sport meant to you and, and how, how will you miss it? Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I, I remember these half pipes being dug by shovel when I started and now look <laughs> wow. at it today. I mean, it's incredible. and. I don't know, uh, you know, with the Olympics and competing and, and just a lifetime of doing that, um, it really teaches you life lessons of um, pushing through the hard times and, and uh, learning from mistakes and, and growing as a person. And I can honestly say that, you know, it's kind of like Rocky, you know, the movie. He doesn't even win in the first movie. It's who he becomes yeah. in order right, to uh, get to that place. And so for me, this has just been a, a, a lifetime of, of uh, you know, bettering myself and learning and uh, growing, and um, I'm excited to turn a, a page in the next chapter of my life. So, well, let's talk about that for a second, Sean. What do you? Yeah. I was watching you. I was watching last night and seeing you. You know, at the top there, getting ready to go, go down and make mm -hmm. that final run. What were you? What were, what were you thinking about as you get ready to transition to this ne next chapter just before that run? You know, it's it was a mixed bag of emotions, real revolving door of things, and I I remember thinking, wow, I'll never have to be stressed about <laughs> getting, getting these runs in anymore, and like, oh, it might be, I'll probably be watching this from somewhere very warm, not freezing at the top anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, and so it was, a, it was a bittersweet. You know, a lot of things that I, I won't miss, and a lot of things I will miss. Obviously, the thrill of having to put it down when it counts, when the world's watching. I mean, nothing really makes you feel as alive as that. And um, I'm sure I, I'll find that in other places in life, but it, it'll definitely be missed. Well, I hope you stay connected to us on social media. I have enjoyed all of your videos. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm oh, on Instagram right on. and your videos cross over. The one with your girlfriend <laughs> snuggling with the dog was hilarious. Eating oh. <laughs> like you do on TikTok. Is it fun for, as much fun for you as it is for us? Oh, it's amazing. I, I love connecting with the fans, and um, I always think of funny new things to share. I mean, it's so cool to be at the Olympics and to give that kind of inside look at it all. Uh, it, it's just so special, and um, I love that I was able to share that with everyone at home. And it's so hard not having everyone with you, so yeah. I kind of dug extra deep on my my uh, social profiles well, to share it. what's going on. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> Sean, going back to the to the race really quickly here, uh, the competition. Mm -hmm. there, there was some I don't know if you've heard about this, but controversy uh, that on the the second run, Australia Scotty James scored higher than Japan's Ayumu Hirano. Hirano ended up mm -hmm. winning. But but what what did you make of the scoring difference, or have you had a chance to go back and look at it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's a judged event, so you know, it's all opinion. And you, you know, as a competitor, you just put down your best run and hope for the best. But you know, I, I really hoped. I, I thought that maybe my second run would have got me that that third place spot. And then to watch Ayumu put down a run that's literally never been done before in the sport, and to not take the the top spot was pretty wild. You know, I thought he really deserved it in that run. But um, he's a true competitor and. 
We all do that. Yeah, the triple cork. I mean, it's an impressive trick. Uh, a lot of flipping and spinning, and um, he he manned up and did it in that last run, and it was really incredible to see him um, really rise to that occasion. I felt like it was a page out of my book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you wrote I was the book. Proud of him, it is your honestly. book. I, uh, yeah, I, I remember, you know, deja vu of sitting at the last Olympics. He was at the bottom watching me, you know, uh, beat his score. And and right here he came down and put it down and, and really solidified his space and, and won that medal. And it was incredible to watch. But, you know, I, I don't envy the judges. It's a very difficult job to have. And uh, I'm glad I'm on the other side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Sean, he met you when he was just a kid. I think we, have, I think we have a picture of it. Um, so it must be wild to see him oh, my take the gold. I mean, he looked up to you. Wow, it's amazing. It's amazing, um, and it's so great to to see these riders, you know, really flourish. And um, and they all said some pretty kind and amazing words to me at the bottom of how I've affected their careers. And, wow. Um, you know, what my involvement's meant and how, you know, special it was to share this last uh, experience with them. And I, I got really emotional. I don't think I've cried as much at, a, at an event before, but, um, you know, beautiful situation and uh, I'm so thankful for it. Hey, Sean, really quickly, I, I, I'm sure you're going to take some time off, but what, what's next for you? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's a great question. Obviously, hopefully vacation coming my way, somewhere <laughs> warm. Um, but uh, no, I, I recently started a brand called Whitespace with my brother, and um, it's like a lifestyle outdoor brand as well as snowboards and things. And um, it's just something exciting to you know look at as one door closes with my competitive career, another door opens, and to pour all my expertise and my experience uh, into a product and. And the thought had occurred to me at this Olympics, like, wow, I, I was gifted a board when I was seven years old by Jake Burton, and that changed my life. Um, and here we are today because of that. And I get chills thinking about that I could potentially be that for Someone you know the next generation, boy yeah. or girl that has that yeah. love for the sport, and I could kind of not just assign them, but to to help you know guide their career with my experiences and things so that would just be uh, amazing to still be a part of the sport in that way so. right fantastic Sean White, um you have made your country proud for a very long time sir thank you thanks for taking us along thank you sean thank you for everything thank you really thank you so much next chapter Sean White. How about a third hour of today? Yes. 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 Yeah, I was like, I should come yes. have a, one of these beers with y'all. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're, we're about, we're no about an hour down the mountain, brother. We're an hour down yeah, the mountain. Yeah, we're come done. On. It's Thank retirement you, time, guys. Thanks, Sean. Uh, Thank you, you may have heard there is another sporting event taking place this weekend. Super Bowl 56 pitting the Los Angeles Rams against the Cincinnati Bengals in L.A. And NBC's senior national correspondent, Tom Yamas, made his way out to the left coast. So two days out from the game, Tom, fanfare, halftime show. What, what are you most looking forward to? I mean, look, I'm hanging out with these two guys, all right? These guys, these guys are so much fun here. This is who I'm tailgating with right here. We got Houday, we got Rampage, you're ready to have a good time. Look, this is going to be possibly the biggest Super Bowl ever, right? We already know the most people have bet on this Super Bowl, highest ticket prices, and what I think is going to be an incredible game because you got the Bengals, Joe Burrow, coming out of nowhere, right? The Cinderella team, if you will, the Tiger King, right? Joey Franchise coming in there, and then you got the Rams, the best team on paper 
or possibly in the NFL, right? Matt Stafford, incredible quarterback. Hometown turf, you guys are defending this. A uh, lot of fun, a lot of action. People are excited. L.A. is definitely ready. And, oh, sorry, here you go. He's, he's a little hungry. Rampage gets a little hungry every now and then. Uh, anyways, the other thing, big thing we're watching is the heat as well because the heat's going to be crazy here. Uh, there's a heat wave going on. I've been talking about this with Al over the past few days. Could be the hottest Super Bowl ever. So we're watching all of that. Even if it's not the hottest Super Bowl, the action is definitely very hot. We are so excited. I got to be inside SoFi Stadium yesterday. If you guys have ever had a chance to tour the stadium, look at that. That's called the Infinity Board, and it is incredible. It's a 360 degree video board, so every seat in this house is a great seat. And just in case you wanted to go to the Super Bowl, we just learned the highest price for a ticket right now, the best seat in the house, is going to north of 50 grand. Whoa. Luckily, I'm boys Whoa. with Rampage. He's going to get me in there. So, yeah, I got tickets, so I'm That's good to amazing. go. That's amazing. What do you get for That's 50 grand? Wow, you get a heck of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, Tom Yamas, yeah, thank you so thank much. You, Tom. You're having a good time. Yeah. We're going to be watching you later on this weekend. Of course, tune in to coverage of Super Bowl 56 Sunday, beginning at noon Eastern, right here on NBC, Peacock, and Telemundo. All right, up next, Team USA is back on the ice this weekend, hoping to skate their way to another goal. We have gold medal, medal winner Meryl Davidson to live to tell us what to expect. We'll be right back. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The U.S. figure skating team has uh, looked, looked sharp so far in Beijing. And this weekend, they compete in the rhythm and dance events. And here with what to expect, Olympic gold medalist Meryl Davis. She and her skating partner, uh, Charlie White, brought home gold in the Sochi. Meryl, good to have you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. So nice to be with you. So we, we got a hint of what's to come during the team skate event earlier this week when Team USA nabbed the silver who should we be watching out for tomorrow and, and Sunday in the ice dancing events? Right, well, I think there are two top U.S. ice dance teams right now, Hubble and Donahue, Chalk and Bates. Um, these are two teams that have had an intense, really wonderful rivalry for a number of years. 
Um, so many championships between the two teams. And coming out of the team event, like you said, they have a lot of momentum. Each of those two teams won their respective components, the rhythm dance and the free dance. Um, and I think heading into this individual ice dance event, um, some great momentum for, for both of those teams. Meryl, I remember watching as a kid and asking my mom, Mom, are they married? Because <laughs> the, the chemistry is always so important and they're such fun partners to watch. And I guess Madison and Evan are even a couple off the ice. Can you talk to us about how important chemistry really is? I know it can really make or break it out there. Right, I mean, I think Look, what you're seeing with these two is so special, so unique, and I think that's the key with ice dance, to have that thing that makes you stand out, that makes you special and, and different. Um, and I think that can come across in different ways. For some, it's you know a technical proficiency, a focus on that, and, and chemistry, artistry, unique interpretation of, of the music and what story you're trying to tell. And so, um, you know, ice dance is just, it's come so far. It's evolved so much in the last couple of Olympic cycles. And so to see where these teams are now, to see the depth, um, you know, not just in the top two, top three, but you know, throughout the field, is, it's so fun to watch. Meryl, I want to ask about Russian figure skater uh, Kamila Valiva. She she did test uh, positive for a doping test back in December. Um, I, I'm just curious. We don't know what hap is going to happen because there is a hearing taking place now. But if she does not compete, does this give someone else the opportunity to shine? Well, I think it's a complicated question, and you hate to think of you know someone's struggle as as an opportunity. And I think perhaps that's a way to look at it. But I think as the situation continues to evolve, what I keep coming back to is I'm following the headlines and the information that's coming coming out is, you know, this is a minor. This is a 15-year-old girl, and I find it incredibly heartbreaking in so many ways. The ladies' field, the women's field, is incredibly deep. There's so much talent coming out of the Russian Olympic Committee and beyond. Of course, we have some three tremendous women coming out of the US. But it's a heartbreaking situation. And I think one will have to really wait and see and have some patience as we see how it unfolds. Hey, Meryl, do, do you, I know you have some friends who are on Team USA, the skaters there. Uh, have you been chatting with them since they got there? And, and if so, any advice you've given them? Yeah, I mean, I, I chatted with a couple of my friends on the team over the last couple of days. I was chatting with Adam Ripon this morning, kind of getting a feeling for what's going on, what the vibe is like there. Um, and I think, you know, I, I love chatting with athletes before they go to the games, talking about that balance of um, embracing the moment, embracing this unique, special experience. And, you know, the, the hair on my arm stands up as I think about the Olympic Games and what it means as an athlete, spending your whole life preparing. Um, but then also you're trying to balance it with focusing on the task at hand and the job that you have to do, you know? And so the joy of, of you know, embracing being a member of Team USA while also knowing what you've prepared for all your life, the opportunity is before you. And so, you know, before the athletes head to the games, I love talking about that balance, but once they get there, they're on Team USA for a reason. They know what they need to do. They're so prepared, so, so, so prepared, so ready, and they don't need any advice from me. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm sure they appreciate it. Yeah. Davis, not true. Uh, thank you, Meryl. Thanks for waking up early for us out there in LA. And folks, thank be sure to watch Team USA figure skating in action this weekend on NBC and Peacock.
I used to ask the same question. Are they well, married? Are they married? Are they... <laughs> All right, coming up next, an Olympic veteran back for her fourth games. But this time around, Alana Myers-Taylor has a new fan, what it means to compete with her young son watching. Then later, we are turning our attention back to football. Steve Kornacki is live at the Super Bowl, breaking down the big game for us. We'll be right back. We are back with an athlete to watch this morning. Alana Myers-Taylor's journey to the fourth Olympics for her has been quite the roller coaster. That's right, Craig. The veteran bobsledder testing positive for COVID just after touching down in China, then having to quarantine away from her husband and son. Alana is actually one of the few athletes whose child is with her because she's still nursing her two-year-old son, Nico. Now she has tested negative, and she is sure ready to compete with her newest fan cheering her on. Alana Myers-Taylor is a star on the ice, racing in her bobsled. And with three Olympic medals already in the books, Alana is entering her fourth Winter Olympics with a new biggest fan. Nico was born on February 22nd, 2020, which happened to be the second day of Women's Bobsled World Championships of that year. Just in time to try and Find out who won. So uh, I think it goes to show you how much of a bobsled baby he really is. Where's Nico? <gasps> there he is. We found out he may have Down syndrome while we were in the hospital. Um, he spent about eight days in the NICU. At that time too, we were so wrapped up with just trying to get him out of the NICU and just trying to get him healthy that the Down syndrome diagnosis didn't really phase us. It wasn't until later that we really started to process what that meant. Hi, Nico. Good job. But the moment he was born, he became my sole focus, and you know I was going to do whatever I needed to take care of him. And if that meant giving up bobsled, that's what was going to happen. Oh, you hug it under daddy's arm. Alana's husband, Nick Taylor, also has a gift for the sport, heading to Beijing as an alternate. The crazy thing is, it was never a question in Nick's mind on whether or not we could make this happen. His constant support is felt well beyond the ice. Like, he is one of the most positive, optimistic people I've ever met, and he always knew that if I wanted to, like, we'd make this work. And mom may be the title Alana is most proud of. Oh my gosh, figuring out the logistics of bringing a baby to a World Cup was chaos. Where's your shoe go? We'll play some music on the way. All right, you ready? The Myers-Taylor Traveling Circus includes multiple types of strollers, toys, all kinds of stuff. Even had a sled at some point. Even on the road, you know, he's got therapies he needs to go to, whether it's for his hearing or for the Down syndrome and stuff like that. So it includes everything we have to travel with, but also everything we do on a daily basis to make sure he's taken care of, along with bobsled. One, two, three, four. I think one of the hardest things sometimes is, you know, being at a race and knowing that you had a rough night with Nico, and that's not something all your competitors are dealing with. But then I remember, he is the reason that I'm still bobsledding to this day, because I wanted to prove to him that just because you have stuff to overcome, it doesn't mean you have to stop going after your dreams. Alana continues to chase her dreams in Beijing. You know, the world might tell you, you can't do this or you can't do that, but there are no limits to what he can accomplish. My goodness, she is truly mm -hmm. incredible. I mean, everything she's juggling and to still maintain the focus. Hyper-focus yeah. to, to be an Olympian. Uh, you can watch Alana go for gold in the women's monobob. It's this weekend on NBC and Peacock. And Craig, thank you so much. I hope you get some sleep this weekend. Yeah, you've done a great Sweet. job. We'll see you really Monday. terrific. We'll be making Thanks, you a valentine. Guys. Thank you.
Thank oh, you, Craig. Sweet. <laughs> See, I'm there with you. There you go. And, and we're very excited that Lindsay's going to be with us on Monday. Did he just okay, walk bye -bye. out of the shot? Really? Okay. <laughs> He's like, come back for Lindsay. She's coming Monday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Lindsay's got, You didn't know that? No. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm and in you know, Beijing. I know nothing. Yeah, okay. Did you All just right. walk out of the box? He did. Yeah, you he know did. we're on TV still. All right. Hey, coming <laughs> up next. He needs some sleep. Go get some rest, my friend. Coming up next, look who brought his khakis to Cali. Steve Kornacki standing by, breaking down the Super Bowl, and going to tell us about the big game curse. Oh. Can't wait to hear about this. And later, we got some super ideas for the big game party <laughs> when the third hour of today comes right back. <laughs> All week long, we've been looking at snowy Beijing, but time to turn our attention to sunny, hot Los Angeles. Uh -huh. Super Bowl 56 on Sunday. We got NBC News national political correspondent Steve Kornacki and his khakis in Cali to preview the, preview the big game. Steve, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all you guys. And yeah, I mean, here we are in L.A. for a Super Bowl. Hard to believe it's been almost 30 years oh, wow. since there was a Super Bowl in L.A. And how fitting there is a Los Angeles team, the Rams, playing in it against the Bengals. Although one of the interesting things about this Rams-Bengals matchup is it actually has its roots, if you want to go way back in time, it has its roots in Ohio. Obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals from Ohio, but originally the Rams franchise started in Cleveland back in 1936. They were the Cleveland Rams for about a decade. Wow. The general manager of the team, his favorite college team was the Fordham Rams, so he called the football team the Cleveland Rams. They stayed there for about a decade. Then they went to L.A. forever. They got to a couple Super Bowls in L.A. but didn't win them. They actually won their one Super Bowl 20 years ago in St. Louis. Right. Now they've come back to place. L.A. This would be the first time, if they can do it, be the first time the Rams actually win a Super Bowl as a Los Angeles team. Okay. Cool. Learn something every day. All eyes are also on the showdown between two great quarterbacks who apparently have some things in common. Yeah, take a look here. You got Burrow, you got Stafford, each one of these quarterbacks. Stafford for the Rams, number one draft pick back in 2009. Joe Burrow, number one draft pick in 2020. Both came to the league with enormous expectations. Obviously, Burrow right away is fulfilling all of those expectations. Stafford, he kind of toiled in Detroit for about a decade. Big offseason trade last year to bring him to L.A. They brought him to L.A. thinking this was the missing piece that would get them the Super Bowl title. And now here they are playing for the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, and they're both number nine, too. Yeah. Uh, Steve, talk to us about the curse that surrounds these games. Yeah, so you take a look here. It, hard to believe, you know, this is the 56th Super Bowl. They play these things. They alternate different stadiums. Only last year, for the first time ever last year, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made the Super Bowl, that was the first time that a team playing in the Super Bowl was actually playing in its home stadium. The Super Bowl was in Tampa last year. Right. The Bucks played in the Super Bowl last year. They won the Super Bowl. It was the first time that a team had actually qualified for a Super Bowl being held in its home stadium. And now this year, it's happened all over again. The Rams are going to be playing in their home stadium. Although technically, here's the funny thing. The Rams are playing in their home stadium. They are officially designated by the NFL as the visiting team oh, for this game. Oh, the the huh. status of home, in a way, alternates between the conferences. So the Rams are playing at home, but they'll be wearing a visiting uniform. All right, Steve, okay. so let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, what, are, what are the current odds looking like, and who do you like? 
<laughs> well, take a look here. As I say, the Rams play in at home. The Rams with a better record during the regular season. So the odds makers have installed the Rams as the favorite in this game. They're favored by about four points. It varies a little depending on who you're looking at. But who do I like? I, it's hard for me not to like the underdog. Yeah. I like the Cincinnati Bengals. I yes. like the thing a that's a little less Me too. So. I'm going with the Bengals. All, All right, right, Steve. Thanks right, so much. Really appreciate it. it. We'll be watching your coverage during the Super Bowl pregame show. Of course, you can watch the Super Bowl Sunday beginning at noon on NBC, Peacock, and Telemundo. All right. Up next, we are tackling your Super Bowl party. Get together with some friends. First, we're going to show you how some fun ways to decorate for the big game. And then... Of course, you know we like to eat. We're cooking up a fantastic <laughs> football spread. Chicken. Yum. We'll be right back. February packed with reasons to celebrate. You got the Olympics, you got Super Bowl, and Valentine's Day. So if you're hosting parties, we have some easy DIY decor. Ah, uh, yes. Joining us now is Yvette Rios, lifestyle expert and host of Holiday How-Tos on HSTV.com. Good morning to you. Oh, Good my morning. gosh. You guys look so festive. Thank I love you. Great having you here on the plaza. And I am festive. I've been obsessed with the Olympics, uh -huh. as you guys have. Yay. Crazy, crazy. Yes, watched the half pipe yesterday and was crying, oh, literally. Yeah. So my kids are super into it, and I wanted to show you guys how to make an Olympic torch. It's mm -hmm. so easy. So I started out with just a cheap flashlight. I literally got these for $2. Okay. So and, cute. And then what I did was I just folded up some tissue paper uh -huh. and you put a little tape like this. Oh, look at your kids. Look at them. Look at the music oh my everything. gosh, they loved it. So oh, how cute They ended up, well, they look beautiful lit up, but they also ended up whacking each other with them. So <laughs> that's a thing. That's, so that's a, a bonus. Really idea. That's a bonus. It's you know? okay. really cute. <laughs> so you just tape it on the inside. Yeah, this you way. tape it on the inside and put a little net oh, metallic plate. I'm literally going to feel that for Halloween too, by the way. That's a right? good idea. You do the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh my that gosh, great idea. And here's the, this, you could use this for the yeah, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, there you too. go. There you it's go. true. So here's a. I found it's a laurel wreath. I thought it was a canvas. It's mm -hmm. laurel wreath. It's a crown, and you just take a paper plate, cut it out, little leaves, and just literally staple it around, and then you've got. Going this. back to the original Olympics. Exactly. Very oh gosh, nice. I love exactly. that. Look at that. Yeah, a and little historical conversation. Okay, yeah. Super Bowl now. Yes, yeah, Super Bowl. So we've got it coming up. I love this pennant flag. Literally using a scouring pad. Oh, look at that. After you're done with your pennant flag, you can just use it to clean the plate. So what are you, what are you using <laughs> to make the, the numbers? So I actually used a stencil and a little bit of chalk paint uh, marker, and you just kind of do it, do the yard lines, you're good to go. What a cute idea. And what and, are these? And then these are just little, this is just kind of a good way to organize. So these are like penalty flags, but they're tissues, Super Bowl <laughs> rings, and they're oh, ring that's pops. Cute. You got your ears. Yeah. Did you draw those on the So I actually drew these also with a, a chalk marker, and then this one was a printout that I can, you know, you can just make it and you know, it okay. it's so interesting because these are things you can do if you haven't done anything yet. There's still time. Yes, right. there's still time. Yes. Yes. You need there's to make still it so time. Special. Now we transition this to Valentine's. Really yes, cute. I know. This is the, the, the holiday for all of I us love lovers this. out there. This was such a cute photo. I love this of you and Deborah. So I um, started with a white runner and literally just acrylic paint. Oh. Expo, expo. And you can make it like really, you know, fun. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have any pattern. And then these I just painted on. This is a tree, bran just branches and with, filled with candy and then all the photos of you guys. What in a here. cute idea. Yeah. yeah. And there's some great pictures on this side, too. You're going to see these. Yeah, they're so cute. I bet you're so creative. Oh, these are so good. You. Thank you. You know, it's important to celebrate each other. Yes. It's all about love. Right? We, I love we it. have learned that. If we yes. learned Absolutely. nothing, <laughs> celebrate Thank you everything. so much. Thank you so much. All right. So, okay. We've nailed the party decor. Now, time to score extra points. We're going into extra innings.
innings. Oh, no, downs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> former NFL player turned chef Darrell Smith going to kick off our Super Bowl spread. We're going to kick that thing up a notch. Third hour today. Oh. I'll be right back. That is a serious sandwich. Oh, oh my gosh. Look at that sandwich. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. We are back with Today Food Loves Football, and we are focusing on your Super Bowl spread. So here to help us out is somebody who knows food and football, former NFL player turned chef Darrell Smith, host of Mad Good Food on Tastemade. Mm. He's cooking up two game day options, and we cannot wait to eat. It's taken everything <laughs> in our power not to eat. No, <laughs> no, no, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we're starting with hot chicken, which is more of like a Nashville thing, isn't it? It is, but L.A. kind of has their own little version. Oh, okay. Of it. And we kind of we took two different uh, influences. So we got barbecue. Barberton chicken, which is a uh, Ohio staple. Right. It is chicken that's seasoned with breadcrumbs. Um, and we're going to take that hot chicken seasoning and make our own little version. Of it. Okay. Right, so over it. here, we got some chicken that we've marinated in some buttermilk and a little bit of sriracha. Okay. Ooh. Two to 24 hours, right? Okay. okay. And once we in the fridge. In the fridge, okay. yes. Yeah. Once we've marinated this, mm -hmm. we want to just take these bad boys and we're going to put it into a flour dredge. Are those chicken right? tenders or oh, is it a breast cut up? You could do a breast cut up. You could also do tenders. Tenders are more expensive, so yeah. I like I like the breast a little more. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're gonna take that, put in a little egg. Okay. okay. I'm gonna do this because I don't want y'all to spill any stuff. Y'all okay. look so I like, nice. I like, I like how your stance is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Okay. What kind of breadcrumbs? So we just got like a, a fine Italian breadcrumb. Mm -hmm. I like pico myself. Yeah. Okay. Seasoned with a little bit of salt and pepper. Okay. okay. And once we get to this point, we'll just take this. Yeah. And. We just pop this right into Easy some enough. hot oil. Okay. What kind of oil is that? Uh, canola oil or vegetable oil. You want something that stands up to the heat. No right. olive oil because your food tastes nasty and it will burn. Okay, yeah. let's get to the And you don't want to overcrowd this. I'm no, not at all. So we're just going to put three in here. Okay. okay. And we just going to let that do what it does. Okay. okay. So do what it does. We, How long so, does that take? Well, I would say about six minutes, five oh, to quick. six minutes. Okay. okay. Once we get to this point, we're going to make our hot chicken season. Oh. And all that is, we got some smoked paprika. We got some... Uh, Hot sauce, or we got some smoked paprika, some cayenne, uh -huh. a little bit of brown sugar. Is that garlic in there? Enough? Garlic. Uh -huh. And what we do is we take some of this hot oil. Oh, oh careful. Oh, this really? Right in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does that do? Oil. Oh, I can And what smell this does it is it helps to coat that chicken like and also keep amazing. it crispy while we season it. Okay? Ah. So this is what it looks like without right. all the seasoning the, on it. The naked chicken. chicken. Yes, yes. Please start to try it. Please okay. start to try it. Why? Thank you. Yeah. If you, if you insist. Yeah, I know. Please. Try it. Oh right. my goodness! Right? 
All I did was dip this in oh. this, and we got that. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Oh, my gosh. That is really? fantastic. That is so thick, too. Let us move over here now. Mm. So over here, we're going to make oh, wow. a, just a, it's a shredded chicken sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. And this oh, is wow. the easiest recipe Now, is this kind try. of, the shredded chicken's kind of a big deal in Cincinnati? It, oh, absolutely. It's really a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, this dip is awesome, too. Right? It's really good. Yeah. Oh, that wow. dip is actually, it's a no blue cheese. It's just sour cream, a little bit of yogurt, and some onion. Really? Yeah, wow. Good, right? Will you put this on today.com, this dip? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You can find it on the website. Okay. Right here, we got a little bit of Korean barbecue sauce. Okay. And literally, that is it. We're going to put oh. this into a slow cooker three to four hours until it shreds apart. You can buy just Korean barbecue? Oh, absolutely. You okay. can buy a bunch of different versions of it. I live in oh. Koreatown, so we got a oh. plethora. Yeah. We got yeah, options. Sure. Okay. And then we're going to take this. We got a banh mi slaw. Okay. So we got some honey. We got a little bit of vinegar, Ooh. a little bit of salt, and some pepper. And we just made a, a little small vinaigrette. Yum. We're gonna mix this up, stir, 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 stir. There you go. And then we just pour this right into here and we get that banh mi slaw. Oh. If you're not familiar with a banh mi, oh. it's one of the most delicious sandwiches you'll ever have. Yeah, it's, yeah, so, it's fresh. so fresh and delightful. Now, okay. could you, would it be better to make this ahead of time and let it kind of sit yeah, and marinate? Yeah, put this mm, like in the fridge for at least 30 minutes before you put it onto the sandwich. Okay. And once we get to that point, we got oh some gosh, chicken over here. I know, we're still eating this one. Right? I know, that stuff is good. Oh my. I'm right, gonna get I'll try this. <laughs> here we I need go. one more bite of this before I go to the next thing. All this. Right, here we go. And then just some of that slaw. I'm gonna mm -hmm. try the slaw. Let me get some of that on top. And oh look my God. how pretty it is. Oh my right? God. Are you kidding me? It's so, so beautiful, colorful. Oh yes. my God. So nice. It's fresh. It kind of lifts you up when you eat it. It's not too heavy. So, Darrell, uh, let me ask you. Uh, oh uh, we know what you do, can do here in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. What are you? You're a former football player. Who do you like in the game? I know you're Ooh. from L.A., so I'm guessing. Well, I'm from Philly. Let's go. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, but you live in L.A. Eagles right? are, yeah, I live no. in L.A. Eagles aren't in it, so I have to root for L.A. <laughs> you gotta do, oh, you're going to do L.A., okay. Um, but I will say Joe Burrow is going to be the next Brady. That's my, that is really? my prediction. Whoa, yeah, wow. he's good. You heard it. But now. it ain't this year, this year. They, okay. Rams are too stacked. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bill Darrell, thank you so much. You're very welcome. This is amazing. Thank you. Unbelievable. Go in there. Get in there. <laughs> hey, check out bad good food on oh Tastemade. So you do want to go to today.com slash food and get these oh recipes. I mean, this is kind of this is good stuff. Okay. You can do this any day. Third hour today. We'll be right back. Oh my gosh. Man. Oh my god, I don't know which one I know. We're still, we're, still we're, still we're still eating. We're still eating. It's on fire in the like, best way possible. <laughs> all right, so if you haven't heard, it's a pretty big weekend. Stay tuned to NBC and Peacock all weekend long for live coverage of the Winter Olympics, including tonight in primetime. Of course, then Sunday, it is Super Bowl 56. L.A. Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Tune in Sunday, noon, NBC, Peacock, Telemundo for complete coverage leading to kickoff. I love it. And by the way, we also want your questions for Q&A today. That's what we're calling it. You can ask us anything you want from our favorite winter memories to the Olympics, whatever's on your mind. Just tweet us using the hashtag Q&A today. All right. <laughs> and Jenna got their own Super Bowl party coming up next. We'll see you Monday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. happen on today. We're so proud of you. I can't wait to give you guys a hug in person. Monday, all eyes on Team USA as the action heats up and we're there for it all. At the Winter Olympics, today is where the games begin. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.